Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you've taken bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful Parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. Hello and welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast. Here it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you are thriving... When you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindfulness Mama Mentor. I coach overstressed moms on how to cultivate self-awareness in their daily lives and take family and life to a new level of awakening. I've been practicing yoga and mindfulness for over 20 years, and I'm the creator of the Mindful Parenting Course, and I'm the mom of two girls ages six, and as of today, 10, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, 10. She's so beautiful. It's amazing. It blows my mind. So thank you for being here. I'm so glad that you're here on the Mindful Mama podcast. Without you, this would be nothing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your ears. I'm really happy to connect with you today. This is an episode where it's kind of like a mini episode, I suppose. I'm just going to present you this scenario of two different moms. And I'm going to ask you to kind of think about which one are you? You know, I'm going to ask you to to look at that. And, um, you know, we mix it up here at Mindful Mama. We'll, we'll have interviews and episodes uh, with just me and you. And then I'll have Carla Nomberg on once a month. So I'm going to be having Carla back soon. And next week, I think, I'm going to be having a, an interview with author Brian Leaf. And he's <clears throat> he's hilarious. And we crack up. And it's actually going to be the second time he's been on my podcast, my first second timer. So... Um, you'll, you'll love that. That's coming up, uh, pretty soon, probably next week. No promises, but probably next week. (laughs) 
So right now, if you're listening to this, when this comes out, it is the end of February 2017. And here, it's like this crazy warm day. It's the end of February, people. And it's going to be 75 degrees out today. My daughter went to school with like a skirt on and no tights and no jacket. It's insane. It's crazy. Like I'm completely torn between enjoying it and being completely freaked out because our planet is falling apart. But anyway, that's what's happening here. I'm wondering if that is happening in your part of the world. I'm in northern Delaware, beautiful place uh, where the tulips are starting to come up and the daffodils are starting to come up and the crocuses are blooming and the snowdrops are blooming. It's really lovely. So anyway, right now what's going on at late late February here, 2017, is that, um, and if, you are, if you're new and you're listening in the future, hey, I am glad to meet you, glad to have you here, glad to have you for this episode. I'm interested to see what you think about which of these two moms you are. But if you're listening when it comes out, right now we're in the middle of enrolling the Mindful Parenting course. Moms from all around the world are joining right now. It's pretty exciting. I'm sending out books, as I like to do with this course. I'm sending out uh, surprise bonuses. And um, this is a, a very special course. It's it's a course which teaches you how to get to those places, things you really, really need um, in parenting, places to help you with those stressful moments, and then skillful communication. And the crazy thing is, is that people tell me all the time is that it has helped all of their relationships, not just with their kids, with their husbands, with their colleagues and things like that, because these really are incredible life skills. But I have to say, from my own point of view, these skills that I've learned that have taken me from being a pretty terrible mama, I was like yelling and freaking out at my child and completely unable to handle her big feelings. And we were having tons of conflict um, to having incredible strong, connected relationships today. And we cooperate with each other. It's pretty amazing. And I never, ever have to punish my kid. Um, it's awesome. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But that's at mindfulparentingcourse.com. And this episode is sponsored by that. All right, shall we get into it? Yes, yes, yes. So I have a question for you. Which parent are you? Which parent are you? Okay. So picture yourself in this scenario. It's early spring. You are walking in the park with your child on one of your arms on one of those warm days that really feels like a gift, kind of like today is here in northern Delaware. Winter jackets are home on their hooks, and you're feeling that fresh breeze on your arms. As you walk, you notice the crocuses popping up. You feel the softness of the ground and the moisture in the air. Your body is relaxed and you feel your breath traveling down into your lungs. You feel the sun on your face and you notice the birds singing their spring song. Your child puts her hand in yours, soft and warm. Hmm. I'm not finding anything for birds singing springs. (laughs) I'm totally keeping this in the podcast because my phone is on. And that was Siri, if you heard it, people, just saying... Hmm, I'm not finding anything for the birds singing springs. Siri, you have to turn off. Silly thing. (laughs) 
let's try that again, shall we? We're going to keep it real. We're totally keeping that in. Um, so you're walking along, right? You notice the crocuses. You're feeling this beautiful day. You're really aware, right? You're feeling the sun on your face. You're hearing the birds singing. Your child puts her hand in yours, and it's soft and warm inside your cooler skin. And then she slips it away to run off and inspect a worm. You are able to enjoy this day. It's, it's nothing special, but you are awake and present to it. So just picture that for a moment, right? Notice that. Notice what that feels like. And now, now we're going to take the exact same setting, right? But this time you are pre- preoccupied with your thoughts. Items on your to-do list pop to mind. You must remember to put the bread on the list when you get home. And what was the other thing? You're, you fear missing something. You remember an uncomfortable encounter with a friend earlier this week and worry that your relationships might be on the rocks. That starts you thinking about your son and his difficulties at school with his friends. Your daughter tugs at your hand to go and look at a worm. No, you say, you have to get going. You take your phone out of your pocket for a quick check to see if there have been any incoming emails since your walk began. You are barely aware of your surroundings, caught up in your ruminating thoughts. Your mind is like a seesaw, flipping back and forth between anxieties. You really don't notice your body, but if you did, you'd find that it was tense and constricted like your mind. Your relationship with your child has narrowed down to getting her from here to there. Just another to-do. So the differences between these two scenarios are really clear, even though these situations might look exactly the same to a casual observer, right? It's really easy to fall into habits and patterns that take us away from the present moment. We have, like that phone is something that is designed by game designers to keep you hooked on it, right? We have patterns of life that pull us away from the present moment. We are conditioned by evolution to be automatically reactive, right? We fall into ruminating thoughts on a daily basis. I mean, we need to think, yes, and use this powerful tool of our minds to deal with life thoughtfully, but sometimes the tool becomes the master. So we can see from these scenarios and from our own lives that rumination and getting lost in anxieties take us away from what's real in the here and the now. And we're never going to get back that moment with our child holding our hand, with being able to enjoy the air on our arms, with noticing those crocus. We're never going to get back that moment. And if we're never here in the present moment, when are we going to ever enjoy things, right? When are we going to ever be there? I mean, happily, (laughs) I have good news, people. Don't worry. We have clear ways to become more present. Mindfulness practices help us gain more control over our minds rather than be controlled by them. What are we talking about when we say mindfulness? It means intentionally focusing our attention on what is happening in the present moment with curiosity and kindness and without judgment. And this is different from the way we normally are, right? We have evolved not for happiness, but survival. So we evolved to be reactive. We evolved to be living in anxiety and being watchful and fearful and planning ahead, you know, constantly. But unfortunately, that leaves us with a lot of suffering when we can't enjoy just being here. 
So you can bring your attention to the present moment in any number of ways. The most common way is to just use your breath as a focal point. And the breath is this, you know, most common way for the simple reason that it's always with us. This means that wherever you can breathe, you can practice mindfulness. Try this right now. Feel your breath as it comes in your nose. Feel your chest expand. And then notice what the exhale feels like. Feel your breath. You might feel it more at your nose or your chest or your belly. And then feel the exhale. The breath is also a great focal point because it's a physical sensation. Your attention is like a spotlight. So as you focus it on the physical sensation of breathing, it turns that spotlight away from rumination and worry. As soon as you become present in your physical reality, you may have noticed that you feel better, right? You can enjoy those, those worries and anxieties start to drop away. They start to fade. We're turning down the volume. That's one of the best ways I like to think about it, right? We're turning down the volume on them. So however, you know, you can also focus your spotlight of attention on the sounds that you hear, on what you see, or perhaps the person you're with. In our scenario, your child. When we focus our attention on the here and now, <laughs> magical sparkles don't shoot from the sky and make life perfect. Instead, we realize that life is just this. The unpleasant buildup of worries and thoughts are just thoughts, and thoughts are not real. Coming into the present brings us into the only place where we can actually live life and make change. It is also the only place where we can connect with the ones we love. And this quote from Thich Nhat Hanh sums it up for me. He writes or says, When you love someone, the best thing you can offer is your presence. How can you love if you are not there? I love that. <clears throat> so we can all practice mindfulness. The trouble is that we forget. It's easier to fall into the habit of distraction. And it's, it can be hard to make change. I mean, let's face it. Like we are creatures of comfort and we are habitual. We do kind of the same things again and again. It's hard to make change on our own, on our own especially, right? So how do we remember to be mindful? I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. 
We are supported by Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as Math Mysteries About True Histories. It's a weekly show full of time travel puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. I highly recommend this podcast. It's really wonderful, especially if you have kids like around like six plus, but it can totally be enjoyed by the whole family. So I listen to the episode, The Pirate Queen, and you're just dropped right in the middle of the action. People are fighting. There's sword fight. And then these kids, they've gone on a time travel mission and they have to solve problems in the midst of it. And it really just like exemplifies everything we support here at Mindful Parenting. You know, kids who are adventurous, doing things on the world, they're capable. And then they do things like they have to do math, they have to think critically, they have to code break and pattern solving and all this great stuff. Beyond just the Pirate Queen episode, which I highly recommend, episodes transport listeners to moments in history, too, like Pythagoras, Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. So jump in with your family. Follow the adventures of Max and Molly on an adventure through time with puzzles and hidden equations and laughs, and it really does make learning really fun and really cool. Perfect for ages six and up. New episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids, and you can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. That's Mysteries About True Histories. The first step is to set an intention to be mindful. Let's take our walking to the park scenario, okay? As you leave the house, Make a choice to walk with awareness of your breath, your surroundings, and your child. Remember that your attention is like a spotlight and that you can learn to manage its direction. Set an intention to appreciate your environment and the sensation of walking. Set an intention to enjoy it. So you're just, you're going to say, deciding, like making that decision, being intentional. The second step is to practice becoming aware of your distraction. So the distraction is, doesn't mean you're a failure. <laughs> it just means you're human. It's just part of the process. Because you are hu- a human being, you will quickly become distracted by your thoughts. That's a normal, perfectly normal, perfectly expected. So no need for harsh self-talk here, right? Use kindness. When you notice the thoughts and the distraction, you just label in your mind thinking and you can become more specific too. If you notice yourself like wanting to blow out your phone, so you can, you can label that craving distraction. So you're just noticing that feeling and then just work practicing to stay non-reactive and you're not going to be perfect, right? Everybody's imperfect, but you, the more you can practice being present, the more present you can be and the less anxious it's, you know, the more you practice the better it gets. Pretty cool. So it's important to know that at first, becoming aware of your thoughts can feel crazy (laughs) because it seems like the mind is like a runaway train. Please don't worry. It's totally normal and it's called monkey mind. Or sometimes people call it like puppy, little puppy mind, right? Because you know how like a little puppy is just like all over the place, can't walk in a straight line, right? So that's how our minds are without any kind of training, any kind of practice. Because you were lost inside these thoughts before, you just weren't so aware of them. 
Now that you've become aware of them, your mind may actually seem more unsettled than before. It's all part of the process of becoming present. Remember that simply noticing is a win. Celebrate it. Oh, I noticed. I pulled myself back. It might be like after five minutes for me, it might be, oh, I was like thinking about that for ages. Now I pull myself back, but that's okay. Noticing it is a win. It's really more than half the work. So really celebrate it when you notice your distraction. And then the third step is to bring your attention back to your breath and your surroundings. Rinse and repeat. Mindfulness is not something we learn once and we're done. It's a continual practice of bringing that spotlight of attention back into the present moment with kindness. It takes conscious practice for a very long time. Consider it like a workout for your mind. You're building the muscle of attention that is actually quite weak for most of us. It takes lots of daily reps and you can increase your mindfulness strength over time. You will not be able to be in the present for long stretches of time at first. So give yourself smaller bits of practice daily and you can increase over time. So, so why practice to be present? The benefits include more focus, decreased stress, increased self-regulation. That means less reactiveness for us parents, better sleep, a better immune system. There's even more than that. But for me, the most important reason is that so I can show up for my family and my life without all the layers of anxiety and depression that used to stop me from living fully. I am more aware of the beauty in this world. It's an I'm heartbreakingly grateful for it. It's incredible. And I can really be there to love my children. Not all the time, no. I mean, I'm not like some Zen creature just floating through the world every day, but I am more present for them. And I yell less. Heck, for that reason alone, right? So so what is it for you? Why do you want to be more present? I'm kind of interested in, and I'm interested in what you have to say. I'd love to know. You can always email me at hunter at hunteryoga.com or find me on Facebook. I think it's Hunter C Yoga. You can find me there. Um, but why do you want to be more present? You know, what, what would you like to, would you like to drop that anxiety? Would you like to feel more ease in your daily life? Right. And I mean, I think about this and it's like, we have this one short, precious life. Like now that I'm the great old ripe age of 39. <laughs> I mean, I see it. I see how fast it goes. I see my daughter's 10 now. You know, I see how fast it goes. I don't want to be suffering through my life. And also, I really don't want to be, I really don't want to be making my children suffer and having relationships where I'm snapping at them and I am reactive with them. And to me, that is the most important thing. So just to recap, we looked at those two situations, right? Early spring break, spring day walking and being present and and at ease and enjoying it versus being totally an automatic pilot and completely in worry and anxiety. Same exact situation on the outside looks exactly the same to the casual observer. And yet you only know which of those parents are you? Which do you want to be? 
And then we talked about how to just practice being come, becoming more present. You know, you can, the first step is to set that intention. The second step is to practice becoming aware of your distraction with kindness. And the third step is to bring your attention back to your breath, back to your surroundings. Rinse and repeat, people. Rinse and repeat. So today's episode is sponsored by the Mindful Parenting course. And one of the first things we do is help you establish your own mindfulness practice. And the cool thing about it is that you do it with a group of other people doing the same thing. You get support, you get strategy, you get to ask questions. There's a step-by-step process. There's no questioning of how or what am I doing this right. So in mindful parenting, that's the first step. And the reason why that is the first step is because we are crappy parents when we're anxious and reactive. (laughs) Is that when you're a terrible parent? Just, you know, yeah, right? That's when we're reactive, when we kind of, we're, we're sort of playing out the old patterns and the old conditioning. And really, the first step to having great relationships is to be, being able to be at ease in yourself, right? And to be able to be fully present to what is going on, to be aware of what you're feeling, to be aware of your, your child's feeling so that you can have thoughtful responses. Because parenting is basically, and it's boils down to our moment to moment reactions to our children, right? That's what parenting is. So in those moments, are you, th- are you even there, right? Or are you on automatic pilot? And then if, you know, for me, what happened once I was able to calm down and be more there, (laughs) then I started to just use sort of language that was conditioned in me by our culture. And like, you know, I would just give orders maybe or whatever. And my highly sensitive child, whose birthday it is today, she just wasn't taking it. It was like, kaboom, would be an explosion all over again. It was terrible. So I had to really learn these skillful communication practices. And I, I studied from the greats. And so the Mindful Parenting course gives you all of these tools. It gives you the tools for you to become less reactive, more grounded, calmer for life, people. I mean, this is powerful stuff. And then also gives you these skillful communication skills. And like I said, people often end up using it with all of their relationships. It really improves every relationship you have. And you learn how to mindfully, you know, resolve conflicts. You learn how to talk so your kids are less resistant to you. You know, all of these things. And the thing is, the work that I do in this course and that I teach people is not... It's not like some superficial thing, right? This is deep, lifelong work. We're changing habits. We're changing ways of being. And it's powerful and it's hard, right? It's not easy necessarily. That's why you need that support. And also that's why I make this course once you're in, you're in for life and you get to join the live course every year and get the live coaching calls and get that support. And it's, you know, it's like you join the tribe. You join the tribe of the mindful mamas because you need that, right? You need the tribe of mindful mamas. If you're ready to stop threatening your kids and and doing things like that, it kind of goes against the grain of conventional, you know, quote unquote discipline. But it's actually more effective, which is awesome. 
So anyway, I invite you to check it out at mindfulparentingcourse.com. You can actually watch videos of people who have taken the course and you know, you're in it for life. You get all these cool bonuses and stuff like that. And I would just love to connect with you that way, my friend. Absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for listening. I'm thrilled that you listen to the Mindful Mama podcast. We've recently changed our name. If you would be so kind as to go over to iTunes and leave me a review. I read every single one. I may read yours on the air. And um, I'm incredibly grateful. Or tell a friend about it. Tell a friend what you're, you know, share the podcast with a friend today. And as always, if you have any questions, email me at hunter at hunteryoga.com. Remember to head over to mindfulparentingcourse.com and look at the course before we all wrap up. Um, before early in March, Thursday, March 2nd. And um, thank you so much, Honey Bunny William Fields, for the music. And have a wonderful, wonderful week, my friend. I'm so grateful you're here, grateful for your presence. And uh, I'm grateful you're on this path too, honestly. It's um, as we, you know, I begin each coaching call I do with this saying that, as we create more peace in ourselves, we create more peace for everyone. And it's so true. It's really you creating a more peaceful, grounded you creates incredible ripple effects around the world and in your family. So don't discount that. Don't discount that. Value yourself <clears throat> and your contribution. I mean, I do. I'm grateful that you're here filling yourself up with, with nourishing media Have a great, great week, my friend. Namaste. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 